When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fallout Roundtable. This is a place where diverse individuals discuss various topics from the Fallout universe. Join us, the conversation has already started. Hello folks, welcome to the Fallout Roundtable. I'll be your host today. My name is Jaxus and with me today we have Romer and Sassy Lady along with Maverick. He is not hosting today because, well, he would end up in a ditch because that's what happens when you drive a truck. You've got to pay attention to what you're doing. And I'd rather him not kill himself and other people. All right. Anyway, you guys, please say hello to our listeners and let them know that hello, hi. <laughs> hello, listeners. <laughs> Listen. Hey. Goodbye, listeners. <laughs> As he goes into a ditch. No. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, let's get this show on the road. So uh, two weeks ago, I put out there the question, uh, what five things about Fallout 76 would you like to change? And you were nice enough to send us emails, and we'll be addressing a couple of those here in a little bit. But first, we're going to go ahead and give our takes on what we thought were the five things that we would like to change. And I'm going to go ahead and start with Sassy Lady today. So Sassy, if you would go ahead and kind of give us a breakdown of the five things that you would like to change about Fallout 76 to make it a better game. Oh, jeez. Well, I guess for me, because I like to build a lot in Fallout 76, there are certain things, and I know um, <clears throat> some of this was also brought up by um, Jessica Starr, who is um, a listener and a fellow podcaster of um, a different version of, of Fallout Roundtable. Um, what is her podcast called? I feel silly. Um, anyway, yeah, that would be pertinent. I know, her, and I can't I mean? think of it right now. It's a uh, God. I didn't. I didn't really think this through when I brought this up. But anyway, um, she does a couple different things. But I know that theirs is a is a roundtable of sorts. Um, anyway, she had mentioned, and I agreed that there are certain things that you can do in custom worlds that would be nice to be able to do in the public worlds, um, such as unsnapping like we can do this in shelters like you can unsnap so that your walls can place you know um, in certain ways where they don't have to snap to other walls or to floors or something which is really nice um, to be able to do that in regular building and not just custom worlds or um, in shelters would be amazing um, and then you know some of the other little uh fun things that you can do in a custom world that you can't do in a regular world. It would be nice to be able to do those things in regular world. Um, the benefit of a custom world is you have like increased limits and I guess we can keep that in, in custom world. Although it would be nice to have maybe some kind of different limits in regular world. Like for instance, a lot of people struggle with like certain things. One of the things they did change was they took um, displays. Don't, 
use your build budget limit, which was really nice. That was a big, huge uh, advantage for building that they made a change on. But there's other things that don't make sense that use a lot of budget that we wish didn't use a lot of budget, like plants shouldn't use a lot of budget, but they do. Um, so like, I don't plant crops at my settlements or my camps usually because they use too much budget. Light budget is too small. I think that would be nice to have a bigger light budget. Um, just different things that would make camp building like taking some of the limits off. I know. Okay. This is going to seem silly, but I have a water park camp because I have the whole wavy Willards thing. And they had a bubble machine and then they came up with another bubble machine. And weirdly, you can't build one of each in your camp. It's one or the other because they take up the same slot in the budget. And I kind of hate that because I want both of them in there because they kind of are representative of a water park kind of deal. And I think that they would be cool to have both of them there, but you can't because they, they exist in the same slot. So I think things like that would be nice to get rid of. Um, and then um, some other things that we had talked about was maybe bringing back nuclear winter. A lot of people miss nuclear winter. A I lot hear of people so enjoy much it. about nuclear winter, you yeah. know, and I never actually got to play it myself, you know, and, and I, I love the concept <laughs> of it. And I have my own thoughts on that. I'll, I'll go into that later, but yeah, I, there's so much said about nuclear winter that it, it's, everybody seems to want it back. Now, you wonder why it ever went away? Because a lot of people didn't play it. And so because of the fact that it was like server space that they could use for other things like the custom worlds and people weren't, a lot of people weren't playing nuclear winter. And the funny thing was, is a lot of people jumped in to play nuclear winter when they found it was going to go away and found out that, oh, hey, they liked it. Um, I'm one of those people who always meant to play it, but never did because you know, I just figured it would always be there. And then when it started to go away, you know, and I knew that it was going to go away, I thought, well, I could jump in and play it or I could just like not. Um, I never did make it into nuclear winter. I never did go in and play it. But, you know, it's one of those things that now that my character is higher level and I kind of get the game more or whatever, and I just kind of don't care about different things, I probably would go in and play it, you know, just to see what happens. But it's gone. So, um, I guess like it was a lot of fun if you had a good group of people to play with, like it wasn't something that I wanted to do by myself, although you can, but when you had a good team of people to play with, I guess it was a lot of fun. So a lot of people I did miss have it. Some, I did have some experience with it and I, I, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I like some battle Royale, some I don't mm-hmm. and stuff, but I, some reason that really kind of got to me and I was like, Ooh, I want to try that. And, and I, I played it quite a bit and I met. I met quite a few people through the community through that yeah. and stuff, but it was, it was fun. And at least in my experience, cause it was fun because you could always, it would show you the map and then you could like put where you want to land and stuff like that. So right. there was a little bit of, you know, uh, strategery. Yeah. A lot of strategery. strategery. To it. <laughs> um, and I, I just, it was fun and it was, I love how we make up our own words here. I know. And, and, and Bush, okay? hey, Bush, Bush did that one first. So, but um anyway sorry totally i'll try um i it was it was fun because if i remember correctly nothing was ever dropped in the same same place so like you know you you found power armor 
you go back to that same spot next match, it's there's nothing there and stuff. So it was it was it was a crapshoot. Wouldn't really say that, but I mean it was you know you could find you know find pipe guns and stuff, and then somebody's running around with a goss, and you're like, okay, well that's fun, you know. But mm-hmm. I I did I thoroughly enjoyed it. I played it more often than I did did the actual game and stuff, and then. Yeah, then it went away. So it was just like, oh, well, that sucks. But <laughs> yeah. So yeah, a lot of people still miss it. And it would be nice if they brought it back or maybe if they revamped it and brought it back or something because so many people do miss it. So that would be kind of cool. Um, and then um, another thing that Jessica brought up, which I agree with this too, is that um, sometimes the rare rewards that we get from doing different like daily apps and stuff like that are not tradable. And if you get duplicates or you're not supposed to get duplicates or something, but um, we can't trade them or sell them or give them to friends or make them for friends or whatever. And it would be nice if they were. So there's things like that were things that um, we had thought of. Um, I know that sometimes I feel like the, the drop. So like I'll do different events and like these mole minor events and things like that. And the drops are terrible. And I know they're supposed to be rare, but literally I will like grind mole miners for an entire weekend. I will buy pails, you know, spend actual caps on pails or something and get nothing, you know, for like the entire weekend or whatever it is that the mole miners last. And it just is, it makes it get to the part where it's like, I don't really care if there's a mole miner event going on. I just, uh, I'm not done with it because um, I don't feel like I'm going to get anything out of it. So it would be nice if they could just bump up those drops just a tad. I don't want them to be like super common, you know, like, oh, I get something every single time, but I'd like to at least get like one or two things if I'm going to grind it out over a weekend or like buy a bunch of pails. That would be kind of nice. Scale a little bit, right? A little bit, just a tad. Yeah, just a tad. Because you know, I'd like to get like something, something for all that. You know, when like there's times I get nothing. So, and then you see these other people like they're showing off. They go, "Oh, I got everything on my list." It's like, how did you do that? Because I feel like I feel like I spent all my time grinding and I blew all my caps on pails. Like I just don't know how these people. Like I don't know. It's it's probably just you know the RNG, but I, I don't, I, I don't have good RNG, I guess. <laughs> Too bad. No. Okay. Do you and, uh, well, we did get an email from a listener and I'm trying to pull it up and get into the email. <clears throat> I think this is somebody that, you know, uh, this came from Ben Schaefer. So this is his mm-hmm. five things he wanted to fix. Um, he wants all the main quest line bugs fixed. An under level 50 should never get stuck on a quest due to a bug. Now, I've never had this happen personally, but I've heard this happen to some people. It's happened um, to me, actually, because I had a spot where, you know, where you're supposed to go to Robco and uh, and go find uh, a body for uh, Polly. Well, yes. I did not have the key card to get in the door because it was supposed to be handed to me by Duchess and actually it was supposed to be handed off from the guy behind Duchess, the guy, the, the person I saved right. and I never got the key card. So now I can't get in the door. So now I can't do that part of the mission and I can't seem to like restart the mission either. 
So are you going to the right place? Because you don't go to Robco. You go to the or the robot the, shop. the robotics yeah. shop in that town. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Whatever it's actually. Well, I called. have heard of some the one behind the door with all the stuff on. in front of it. Right, right. <laughs> I, I have heard of people getting stuck on different things. Um, I have not been. I have not run into anything where I've not been able to finish any quest lines. Um, and I don't know if I'm just lucky or what, but um, I have heard some people say like, oh, this never completed. Now there has been, now I, I take that back. There has been things that have not completed, but not on the main quest line. Like, what was it? Um, for the longest time, like when I was going through my, um, you know, like if you look at your, um, what is it? Oh, if you, if you go down like whatever your quest list or whatever i forget what it's actually called so that you can like earn your caps and your atoms about the and scoreboard? stuff like that not the scoreboard the original like the the what am i it's like achievements achievements yeah or like where you go through and they're like discover this place discover that place or like kill 75 of these or 76 or whatever and you're like kill this kill that you know and or like collect this magazines and collect that magazine you know that whole list of stuff I forget what it's called in, on the actual menu. I forget the name of it. Anyway, there was one on there. It was like discover. I think it's Bogtown. Or I forget what it was. There was like somewhere you had to discover. And no matter how many times I went there, it never counted as me discovering it. And they finally fixed that bug. And it was like all of a sudden, like the next time you logged in, like everybody discovered this place. And that was a bug that like for the longest time, like you could. And then sludge lung. I've had sludge lung like a thousand times, but it does not acknowledge that I've had sludge lung. <laughs> so, you know, things like that, that it, it, but that's just like checking off the boxes for like my little achievements or whatever it had nothing to do with actual quest lines, but it was just annoying because it's still it's the same thing. It's, it's what he's referring to is this these odd bugs that are in it the is, game. Because, you know, that, I'm not getting that, my atoms or whatever. From yeah, it, well, so it's the clunkiness of, of, of fallout. You know? Right. And, right. and really even some anything. of the stuff they get around to fixing and some they don't. But um, he also says scaling for non-elite mobs should stop at level 50. The weapons don't scale up after 50. Neither should mobs. Elites should continue to scale indefinitely. So this is something that's fairly recent anyway, because I don't know how long your friend's been playing, but um, they recently changed it. And they, I think they called it one wasteland where the mobs um, would scale with you. And so that was supposed to make it so that the, game would feel more level for everyone so that like level twos would be fighting level twos and little level twenties would be fighting level twenties and level fifties would be fighting level fifties. And nobody would feel like, like, like your little, your noob friend level 10 could come to a boss fight with you, you know, and your level hundred, but they could come with you because for them, they were fighting level 10 monsters. But for you, you were fighting higher level monsters. Now, I could see that if you were in a team. Like, if you're uh -huh. teamed up in a group, and they do this mm -hmm. in many other games. If you're teamed up in a group, what they do is they they, they balance it. You know, yeah. they, they bring the level 2 up to the level 50s point or the level 50 down, whatever it is, to even that off. But when you're right. not in a team and you're running around, 
you should be able to go into certain zones or certain areas and know these are level 30s over here. I can smoke all these guys. No problem. Or this is the heavy level. This is the level. Well, that's 50 the way it area. used to be. You know, that's the way it used to be. Yeah. Well, and that's what he, I think that's kind of what he's referring to in that regard, you know, because at some point, you know, it's like no matter how good I get, I still am getting whooped on by a scorched guy in uh-huh. the wayward. You know, right. why is this happening? Well, because, you know, the, because they made one wasteland where everything scaled up with you. It used to be where you could, you could go knock out these little level ones and two ghouls and, and scorched anywhere around like Morgantown or something. Like you could, you could go knock out those ghouls in, in Morgantown. <laughs> no big deal. Like they were, what did I used to do? I used to go knock out super mutants because they were all level 10. But Grafton or whatever, because it was so easy. Um, I forget where it was now. I used to go, oh gosh, where was it? Because I would always go there because it was level 10 and it was super easy. Now, you know, everything scales up. So it's like, yeah, the, the more levels you get, the harder, you know, they're always going to be on par with you. So it's never going to be easy, easy because they're always going to be on par with you. No, but, but once you're like level the cool thing is, is you're not going to run into like should, a level 50. There should be a point when, where it cuts off. Well, it, it does because I mean, I'm level what 200 and something on my main. She's almost 300. And like, she's not fighting level 300 enemies. She's fighting like most things are going to be level 50 or 75 or 100. I mean, I don't think anything's over 100. So. I'm not sure. Leveling. I just barely got there. <laughs> I think I'm like 105 now. Yeah. I mean, like everything stops eventually because like there's nothing out there that's over hundred that I know of. Cause I think like even Earl's only a hundred, maybe I could be wrong about that. Cause I don't fight Earl very often. It's just like, mm-hmm. to me, it's just a bunch of nonsense unless I really need to go get some screws or something, but <laughs> fight the stupid wendigos but otherwise it's just to me it's just because he's a well that's the other thing fixing that buggy that buggy mess you know because you like fight earl and then he disappears into the ceiling so sometimes it's worth it to like die so that you end up respawning in the top of the mine so you can go fight earl up there because it's a pain but well and that's that's another thing he's referring to is just the weird bugginess right of the game. yeah the weird no, bugginess because he usually ends up in the ceiling so and it's not like these things are not fixable items it's just let's take the time to do so yeah and i don't know if it's you know they got so much going on right now or what but yeah they got the um, important star field that they're working on. So, well, know, yeah, they're, they're a little distracted. They're busy. I, I get that, um, I guess, you know. So the third point he had was put in a grind area with different types of spawn for people who don't love to quest. Oh, I get what it means. So you know how that spot that they used to have, like, all right. So when I first got into the game, I was told about going to like, you know, um, the uh, the golf course and things like that and uh-huh. that's not the place anymore there's another area and you were telling me about that in another episode and he was talking about a grind spot where you could just kind of show up there and just kind of whoop down on things and build your level up that way it's kind of how we used to do it old school way west tech dude <laughs> yeah see what i mean yeah there's, there's a spot <laughs> you just well i mean if you're looking for xp like everybody just goes to west tech and kills super mutants because you get more XP from super mutants than anything else. So 
there's there's your grind spot. <laughs> Anywhere with Supermans. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I mean oh, yeah, it's tiny. Any place with it's just like the the cool thing about West Tech, and I don't know if you guys know this. You kill everything outside. You go inside. You kill everything there. You come outside. Everything respawns. <laughs> you go back inside. I'll respawn. Just rinse and repeat. They do um, have a for other games. They do have a a survival mode. To where yeah. basically it's just like waves and waves and waves and waves of stuff. Yeah. I mean, you could possibly do that. So, I mean, you're not just, you know, it's not just a mission. It's just you're just killing stuff for the sake of killing stuff. You know? Right. And so a lot of times that's what I do. If I don't, especially if I don't want to play for a long time, I'll just like, I'll just get on there and I'll just, you know, you know, make up some cranberries and I'll boost my intelligence. And I don't even remember what else because it's been so long since I played. Um, then I'll just, you know, hop in there and I'll just go grind West Huck just because I'll get that repeatable XP. I'll like just do whatever dailies I can get done and I'll just go grind West Huck for the XP. That's okay. usually what, what else has he got there? Um, before you leave the vault, a rundown on the clunky ass controls would be nice so you know how to play. Oh, a tutorial. A tutorial, yes, that, yeah. I think everybody agrees. So, like, every Fallout game, tutorial. I think, does have that, just not this one. Because, like, Fallout 3, Fallout 4, you had to, like, kill stuff before you left the vault so that you knew how to, like, shoot or, or like, beat things up with a pipe or whatever. Um, yeah, they didn't do that on this one. I didn't really do much of anything. I mean, they kind of... You know, no, you just picked up boy. your stuff and left. Look at look at your pit boy. <laughs> Go over here. You know, click and pick this item up. Once you yeah, got out you of the building, it was like, okay, your you're stuff. on your own. Good luck. And you just picked up stuff and left. It was like there was nothing, um, nothing else going on. Yeah, just pick Go up on. your stuff and leave. Go grow. Go grow up. Go on. And then the first it. thing, yeah, the first thing is like you. Depend well, either way you you decide to go. If you go left or you go right, you're getting attacked by the little trash cans. <laughs> God, yes, the, I remember the little that. laser trash cans. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, the yeah they're they're the, like the first thing attacking you. That's right. Exactly. Depend. Doesn't matter which direction you go; they're on both sides. So you always got to remember to get the gun from the girl or the machete, whatever she decides to give. Well, if you go to the right, there's a, re- a dead responder that has a gun on it. And then if you go to the left and you talk to the two chicks down there, which are new, they weren't there when I first started, um, then you can get something from them. They, they give I you think a it's a machete. Yeah. yeah, they give you a machete. Yeah. Go, Where are you I think as you, as you, if you go up to the left, if you go down and then you go off the trail, there's like a, a shack over there and they've got like, there's yeah. a couple dogs over there. Take out the dogs, yep. but then there's there's quite a bit of loot in that that I don't think the too. dogs are there anymore. Really? No, there's still there's still dogs there. Used to I, there. I, I've made a new character just to check things out. Oh, really? Also, the, yeah, you can cook food and things right there. They mm-hmm. got a little little cook yeah. spot, and then when you go up to the top of the tower, there's uh like a bag there. You can kind of get some couple things there. Yeah, you and get a couple there's somebody things. Yeah, you always want to hit there that. on the top. So it, few... that that house is also where you find the body of that overseer, and nope. you find Liz. That, that's that's further away. You're thinking of the oh, house. You're, you're talking about the tree house. You're not this talking just about the little the tree cabin. house. Yeah. Yeah. Once you after that, that's when you go into the woods, and then you find the cabin. That's mm-hmm. when you can find the guy laying there, and you can get the key. You know what's his key for mission? Right, and then you find out how to get your your shelter for free. <laughs> we know what we're talking about, sort of. Your free shelter. Uh, the last mm. thing he said is more resources: lead, steel, and gunpowder, to be precise. 
I should find a ton of steel in a junkyard. I should find barrels of gunpowder and ammunition dumps and enough lead everywhere that a third of my gameplay shouldn't be making those runs. I kind of agree that it would make sense to find, like, it just, to me, be able gameplay to grab wise, that shopping cart, s- be able to grab that rod iron that's laying there on the ground. Well, I mean, to, yeah, to, it would make sense to, like, you're in a junkyard, you should find just a crap ton of, like, steel or wood or whatever because you're in a junkyard um to me that does make sense and a lot of times you can't you don't find them and now you they're i I, the one junkyard i'm thinking of which is actually near one of my camps um south of morgantown i can't think of the name of the junkyard though um it's the workshop so it's a big one it does have a junk node and actually the one in charleston does too so probably they all do and you can get like a few things out of it, but it doesn't give you much. Yeah, and it should give you that, a lot. Like lead run, where you go like to the penitentiary, or and then you go to Vault Tech. Oh yeah, and then you do the elevator to hit the all monorail. the weight rooms, or what? Well, yeah. What what's that? Are you hitting all the weight rooms that way? Yeah, yeah. You hit all the weight rooms up. Yeah, and then or that's you how can you just take your excavator armor and go through the lucky hole mine. Yeah, that one's actually something I learned very recently. Yeah, um, from my role that's playing. That's what I do. That I've been doing. I started yeah. with some role playing guys, and since that started, I started like, oh, okay, I'm learning all kinds of new stuff. I'm like, yeah, all right. that's what that's what I do. I do the excavator armor and go through the lucky hole mine because that usually gets me up. And then I also have one of uh, one of my second characters' camps is on a lead node, and then she has another camp on an acid node. So between that, like, I'm good. Yeah, I got the lead node oh. thing going on. Uh, I don't remember where I'm at. I'm over by the irradiated area in the red. I, I picked a good spot over mm-hmm. there. Is that kind of out of the way? And then uh, right. for steel, I end up going to like, uh, I get the can, the hanging can traps. Yeah, I love like those. The penitentiary. And then there's one over at Everywhere. the resort. And then there's, yeah, they're all over the place. You just got to yep. figure out where they're at. And then I just go get all those cans from everywhere and, I'm I just, get a lot of steel from that. So the, and, and of course, obviously killing things, you get their guns. Right. The That's the thing about West Tech is like you can get so much steel out of there because you just take all those guns. But the, the best thing about, I, I'm a hoarder, I guess. And so I have Fallout first because literally I could not play the game if I didn't because I have the scrap box, which will, is unlimited junk, right? And I have my tent, so I just throw it down anywhere. So I collect, 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 throw my tent down, throw all my crap away, collect, 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 rinse and repeat. I literally pick up every pot and pan, every can, like you said, every I think we all stick do of that wood. Yeah. Right. And, you know, with having fallout first, I just throw it all in the scrap box so then it's not taking up all my stash space. And I don't, you know, I'm not over encumbered all the time. And then I literally, I take every single gun that I can get off of every single enemy I ever kill. I pick them up everywhere and then, you know, just scrap them all down. And then I literally, I very rarely am hunting resources. Um, sometimes I make too much gunpowder and then I'm like overweight and you can't sell it and you can't dump it. It's just, it's a pain in the butt. It's really heavy. And, um, Sometimes I'll have too much. So, but I rarely, especially now that they've done better with making sure that the ammo that you get back from your enemies is actually the ammo that you're shooting. Uh, that was a good 
update that they did. Um, yeah, I noticed that I, in the dailies. I, I don't dailies. run out of, well, they started with the daily. They started in daily ops and now it's bleeding over into the regular world. I still pick up some garbage, like, you know, two mil, whatever those things are. Um, but I don't, that I don't use, um, cause I don't use, um, <clears throat> electric weapons or whatever. I use my good old, um, I, I like my, I like just standard shooty rifle things. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so does he have anything else that he's got there? Is that it? That was the last one. He didn't want to spend, um, a third of his game making resource runs. So he wanted more resources, but. I, I think it all depends on how you play because honestly, I don't have resource issues. Um, he just needs to be more of a, he needs to be more of a pack rat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so folks, what we're going to do here is I'm going to take a little pause for the cause. We're going to go ahead and take a break and say, you know, a little commercial moment. And when I come back, uh, Romer is going to kind of give us uh, Gingerino's five things because Gingerino wasn't able to make it and, Romer's better off just going ahead and doing that as opposed to his ideas because he hasn't played the game for quite some time. And then I will give my five things that I would like to see changed in the Fallout 76 universe. And uh, maybe Maverick's got since Maverick's driving right now, so he might be able to squeeze in here and go ahead and give us his opinions on the five things he would like to see changed. But for right now, we're going to go ahead and stop and we're going to take a commercial break and we'll be right back after this message. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. American way of life. Isn't it grand? Peace, freedom, and bacon and eggs. Seems perfect. But what if it's not? Friends, your future may not be as secure as you think. Where will you be when the atomic bombs fall? You can secure your family's future by reserving a spot in a state-of-the-art underground vault from vault that's right, Bob. Act now, and your family can wait out the horrors of nuclear devastation. And Doris, the vault will have all the amenities of your modern-day home. And it's attractive. And Sally, in the vault, you might meet that special someone, just as you would on the surface. And in a few short years, you and your fellow vault dwellers will repopulate our great country. And Billy, you'll have lots of swell kids to play with. Reserve your family spot in a state-of-the-art underground vault today. Sign up now and prepare for the future. Oh, hi. Yeah, hi. <laughs> Thank you to all of our listeners. If you would like to leave us a comment or, you know, of our show or chime in on our next show, which is what's our topic? Our topic is top three companions and why Nick Valentine is one of them. 
or no, why Nick or Valentine is number one. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I was going to screw that up on purpose because I needed them to chime in because I don't know if I fully kind of buy into all that or not myself. I don't know. We'll find out. Preston but if Garvey, you guys would like one. to chime in, if you guys would like to chime in and state which one you think is your top three companions, please email us at falloutrtb at gmail.com or tweet us at falloutrtb and chat on Twitter. And uh, now we're going to go ahead and take this over to Mr. Romer here, who's going to tell us Gingerino's five things that he would like to change about Fallout 76. And we just, just to add on to next week, we'll prove to you why Nick Valentine is number one. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, sorry. All right. All right. So um, um, I will read. Uh, one of them was the bug fixes that, that, that Sassy already already talked about so i'm, I'm not going to read number three so but uh um number one more viable character builds i felt like my looting build wasn't able to survive well in appalachia which sucks because i love the idea for the character um i'm assuming more i'm assuming your your your, your character build is more um that's what i'm looking for more focused instead of just being oh i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that you know i'm assuming yeah, that's what they, they do things like called a bloody build where your build yeah. is built around like uh, being highly damaged or highly irradiated yeah. so it increases your damage points and right. things like that and you have certain perks that allow for the certain things to happen Probably right i mean something... i feel like though i feel like you do that like a lot of people do that based on their their weapons perks like their weapons attributes and then, you know, it's like um, like the bloodied weapons will do more damage if these conditions exist or junky or whatever. And then you build your build to fit those conditions so that you can have that damage output. Maybe have something. Oh, sorry, go ahead. go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say it's all based on like damage and like everybody like and, and that's I feel like this basically everybody either runs a bloodied build or they run a full health stealth build. Which is what yeah. I run. <laughs> maybe maybe actually incorporate something into 76 so you can actually have a guide in the game instead of like having, you know, 500 tabs on your on your phone you're trying to read while you're trying to play the game at the same time. Maybe something inside the game that would help you with the build. Because I remember I was like, oh, bloody build, what's this? And I, mm-hmm. I tried, I, I was so lost. I was like, I'm just going to go back to exploring the countryside. So. Yeah, <laughs> I, think a, I think a lot of that was... Um, People learn, well, I know I learned by talking to other people. I had to like, you know, because people were like, you know, it's like, oh, well, what's the best build? And like, literally, I was like, show me your, like, show me your perk card layout, you know, for a bloody build. Show me your perk card layout. Because I didn't quite get like the best way to, to make a build. And so like, basically, a friend of mine just sat down one night and was like, this is what cards you should have. This is how many points you should have here, 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 and here. And I didn't exactly do it that way, but I did move around a lot of my perk points to kind of help with that build. And eventually I started to kind of get why we were doing the things we were doing, but that's what it took for me, you know, to kind of finally figure out how to make a build. Cause there isn't really, and it, that goes back to what the other guy was saying too. There's no, tutorial there's no anything that like tells you how to do these things how to make a good build yeah like hints or you know like right. in-game hints you know hey maybe you yeah. should try this or maybe you like should do tips that. yeah you got to learn it from other people so my two cents 
So my two cents into this is going across with um, we're going with uh, no tutorials and stuff like that. I feel like Bethesda they engineered and geared the game towards uh, more more of us experienced players that know the because it's the, it's the same controls as like Fallout Four. Yeah. Pretty much. So I see why they didn't, but it's it's annoying if you're a new player. Like like for example, mm-hmm. my uh I was trying to get my best friend into this game, into seventy six when I was big into seventy six. Not so big now. But he, he couldn't figure it out to save his life, even with me trying to help him. Yeah. So that's uh this to piggyback on what you're saying, you know. I, I can see that. Like if you'd never played three or four, seventy six was the first game you picked up because your friend played it. And you'd never played any Fallout game before, that might be kind of a pain because you don't understand the controls. Okay. So Gingerino number two. Less opaque. You don't learn until it's too late how many things work in the game when encountering them for the first time, e.g., just how important early leveling choices are. I am assuming I'm making an assumption here, but um, never make assumptions. It always ends up. I I, I kind of get what he's saying. Um, like choices that you make. I don't know if he means like it, during quest lines or if he just means like. I think he means with the points that you utilize when you're making your build and things, which used to it's matter. Really hard. It yeah, will, yeah, because now you it can doesn't matter it. anymore. Yeah, because you just it can doesn't go matter in and, as much anymore. I mean, because before it used to matter because you couldn't change your perk points around, but now you can. Yeah, now so, you can. Go. It's weird, right? Now you and and you can have completely. You can make up to five, what five or six different builds, and then just go in and and swap those out. So it used to be a big deal because if you, once you had that build done, it was like, oh gee, I wish I hadn't put so many points into, you know, strength, then I could put more into intelligence. It used to well, matter. It used to cost you um, a level up, right, to change anything in your build or whatever. Something I don't like remember so. what it was. Yeah, it, could, it cost you something. So. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or it was like so you could gain more. Uh, I, I think back then it was once you got it, you can't, you couldn't take it back. I think. I think it was yeah. It was once you, once you, you we couldn't change it. But you I'm glad that they from there. I'm glad they fixed that, and I'm glad I'm glad they made it where we can have multiple builds because that gives people the ability to explore. Like I probably would never mess around with a melee build if it was going to be my main build because I'm not that interested in it, but I'm willing to play with it just to mess around with it and see if it's fun because there's a lot of cool melee weapons out there that I'm just like, man, that would be fun to play with, but I'm a sneaky sniper, you know, and that's my main build. But I, and I would never like make that build before you always had to just make a new character to explore a different build. Now you don't have to. See, whenever I play, I always run around with uh, with gun, with the ammo, and then a melee weapon of some sort, just in case. Well, yeah, I always have oh, a yeah, melee yeah. weapon, you know, on hand, but it's like I don't perk it out, you know. Like you could, 
you know, I, I, all my perk points are, are set for like being sneaky and for, um, you know, for my damage and crits and all kinds of crap like that. Um, I don't really put anything into melee. Right. But if I was a melee build, I would probably, you know, put all the points into that. So uh, what do we got next? All right. Bug fixes, which is we've already, which has already been discussed. So um, since fought, since Fallout seventy six must be online, can they can they stream live internet radio to the Pip Boy? That would be cool, though I'm sure technically quite difficult. I think he's trying to figure out a way to where you could actually have the actual radio, whatever radio you use, say Spotify or something like that. And patch that, would that be through. Cool. I'm not gonna lie, that would be cool. Yeah. I mean it would ruin it would ruin the integrity of the game, but that that'd be cool. Well, if you were playing regular music, but you could listen to it the doesn't matter. It matters how much of a Spotify. traditionalist you are in the game itself. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not some, a some people, I'm not a traditionalist altogether. I'm just saying for other people. That Me myself, be... I play with mods all the time, as everyone knows, and I destroy everything that that's traditional about my game. <sighs> but at the same time, you also have to deal with the fact that if somebody is streaming on Twitch or something, and they happen to be in your vicinity, they would pick up your radio, so there would be there would be the what's uh, uh, the word I'm looking for? I can't think of it. Um, copyright infringement. Thank copyright. you. Yeah, copyright. Yep. So that, and, that and would... everyone's so stingy these days about that too. I know that's why a bomb radio app had to go away. Yeah, yeah. thank you, DMCA. That was really yeah. sad. That, that's why I'm like treading really lightly of what because we're we're looking into music and stuff. We're at that portion mm-hmm. for our first episode in another podcast coming out probably early next year. Intent to wink wink. Shameless plug, of course. Yeah. <laughs> shameless plug. Sorry. What about Shameless? Sorry. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. And the last one, uh, pets. Now, I don't know if this is actually possible, but I have... Um, pets are actually coming. But I just failed to notice. Uh-huh. But being yeah. able to have... Hey, I'm talking. Shut up. But being able to have pets follow us and do stuff would be so delightful. Smiley face. Oh, and I forgot. It is it is uh, uh, Gingerino, so A. So throw that eh. out there. Eh. Eh. Pets, eh? So pets, so pets are, coming, are supposed huh? to be coming. We actually yeah, were yeah, supposed you're to have not pets by now. Canadian, if you tell us to shut up. Yeah, that wasn't very Canadian of you. Um, yes. Oh, no. Go, go apologize to your tree. Um, uh, we were supposed to have pets, I think, like back in December, but that got pushed back. And here it is, like six months, whatever, later. So I'm not exactly sure when we're going to have pets, but we are supposed to be having pets. Um, they didn't say what pets we'll have. I'm assuming we'll have at least cats and dogs. We may have other pets, but we don't know yet. You do know that you can tame um, animals in Fallout 76, right? Like to have at your camp, like a Deathclaw or a Myrler King or... Yeah, that there's a perk card that you get that you can... Yeah, well, there's a couple you can have. Animals, but... yeah. Right, they were, and then... The, the problem is they messed up and they put that in the wrong area. That was actually supposed to be a feature for Starfield, so... <laughs> yeah, this is not Starfield. Cast. Yeah, we're really we in the Fallout round I am. I am looking forward to pets not because I really Starfield here. 
I, I want to adventure with my doggy or whatever. Um, because you know, you don't really have companions unless you're bumming around with a friend and you know, it's just kind of be nice to have like a pet to go hang out with. So it'd be kind of cool. And it would be realistic for me because I would definitely take my dog with me if I was going to go bum around the wasteland. Every time I think of Fallout 76 and people trying to make, you know, pets or companions, I, I keep thinking of that guy who made that death trap that would like lure people into it and there would be like a death claw in there and stuff. It was like the funniest freaking video. Sorry. <laughs> topic, but it was it was cruel, but it was hilarious at the same time. It's like, yeah, go on in here. Why? It's a maze. It's a maze, and that's Death Claw. I'm dead. Yeah. Okay. So there is. I think that's still be on topic. There was one thing that I always thought. I mean, going back to the music portion, that I always wanted seventy six to do was to make a quest line where we could, um, because you know Julie, the DJ, always talks about how she's running out of Nuka Cola. Like that we could go bring Julie Nuka-Cola or that she would give us a repeatable quest to go find new music and that they would add the music that we brought her to the lineup of songs that she plays on the radio. I know this can be done because, you know, when you're in Fallout 4 and you you go to um, Good Neighbor and you meet um, Linda Evans' character, I can't think of her name right now, Magnolia or whatever her name is down in the in the bar and then her music gets added to the lineup they can do it i think that'd be great can be done can be done (laughs) but i think that would be a cool repeatable quest because i feel like you know when you've played long enough and you've long since finished all the main quest and then whenever they bring on these like the brotherhood of steel thing blew through it brotherhood of steel two thing blew through it you know, it's like, give me something interesting to do as a, you know, especially when the only thing there is new to do right now is, you know, another. I would love to not have the, so, the Mothman so Equinox we, be the only so thing that's available you want every 30 minutes. Right. And that's the thing is it's like, I, you know, you actually get excited when there's like Mothman Equinox or something because, hey, it's something new to do. And, you know. It's like, that's the thing is like sitting around and waiting on the, you know, the hour or whatever for that or aliens or whatever to happen. I hated that alien thing. That drove me nuts. Like I couldn't go to, I couldn't go to a train station without being bugged by aliens. It was annoying. Train station. Get away with the probe. Get away. Get away. Let me alone. Yeah. I go to the train (laughs) station to go sell my stuff and I'd be attacked by the aliens. Like, come on, man. I need Uh my safe zone. So basically, you want a Preston Garvey quest? No, what? not a not a Preston Garvey quest, but I just you, want to go know, find you, some you, records you know, for quest. Julie and bring her some Nuka Cola and hang out with her and, and get some new music yeah. on the radio. Finding records and bringing them to the radio station so that they yeah. have updated music. That's yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. Write yeah. this down. It's a good idea. We don't want to <laughs> take we. Just make sure you give us a little bit of credit. <laughs> They're laughing right now. Hey, it's a good idea. You don't have to give me credit. Not that it's not care. a good idea. The part it's about a good idea. credit. They're laughing at that. Oh, yeah, that. 
I'm sorry. Anything else? Rest, I don't care. Music to Starfield? What did they? What were they talking about? Yeah. Uh, anything else? All out in space. Yeah. No, that was that was it for uh, Chinchorino. What about um, you, you got anything? Yes, I do. I was waiting to just do mine last. Um, so I have a thing. Is like so everybody's been talking about uh, was it Nuka World, right? Yeah. PvP thing. Well, oh, I think they should have an open world area that when you cross a certain line, you're just in that open world PvP. Once you cross it, it's like 30 seconds after you cross this line, you're now in PvP. And it's an own server area. It's not attached to the game, so it doesn't bog the rest of the server down. It can be done because it's been done on multiple other games. I could mention tons of those games. You know, uh, Star Wars Galaxies. Oh, that's right. They got rid of that game so they could bring in that other <clears throat> not-so-great game. Um and so many other games. So there, it's like a PvP zone. It just toggles right into PvP. So once you cross this line, you're in a PvP zone. Not only that, but you can build in this PvP zone. So you can actually have fortifications and, and things like that and build up. And it, it can get quite intense in that area once you've passed that line. Now, if you're not past that line, you don't have to worry about PvP at all. And you're, you, know, you're, you can go into your little PvE world and, and be safe. But... Once you enter this area, it's all PvP. It's good to go. It's almost like being in any other PvP situation. It, you had me until the build part, and the first thing popped in my brain was Fortnite. I was just like, oh, dear God. No, not like <laughs> Fortnite. No, more like, um, oh, what was that game? Oh, hold on one second. Nuclear winner. <coughs> Sorry. A nuclear winner. Yeah, winner. There you go. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I felt it too. You're good. No, it was a game that they actually um, don't have it going right now. It's something Z. I can't remember what it is. Oh, man. wish I could yeah, remember. It sound like you were describing a workshop. No, but it was like a PvP area where you could team up with other teams and you guys can create your own, like, a base. You know, it's just like in Star Wars Galaxies, we used to have what they called the buff house. You can go in there and you can get buffs from uh, little dancer characters in there. And then other teams can try to attack your buff house and try to take it out whatnot but if you had the good enough fortifications and you protected it eh, keep it safe are you thinking of tribes or clash of clans no 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 no. okay sorry it sounds very familiar but at the same time i I, yeah yeah i I didn't really play those no i'd have to open up steam because it still shows it there something to do with zombies no I mean, you know, like, you know, a player versus player kind of thing, like, you know, nuclear winner, but, you know, but not, I guess, sort of. Sorry. A Fortnite, <laughs> but not a Fortnite. Yeah, as soon as you said start building things, I'm just like, okay, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. You're still muted. Stop it. It's almost like it would be World of Warcraft, you know, in, in a sense, as far as how that works. Uh, just survive. Was the game I think I was thinking of? I don't think I've ever heard of it. Uh, well, it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> it had some good elements and it had some clunkiness to it, and that's probably why that doesn't exist anymore. Next, anywho. So the other thing was uh, more freedom on item placement. Like, so you can have a pool table, but you can't put the balls on the table. Why can't I put the balls on the damn table? What's what's the situation here? Why why is that a big deal? You know, totally we have to have with display that. cases with everything. 
It's like that kind of makes it a little ridiculous. You know, I should be able to just toss a couple pool sticks on top of the pool table. Or you should be able to, you know, put your keg on something besides a little skinny table. You actually play pool? We're just talking about building camp and making it look like lived in. Because, you know, Fallout 4, you drop anything and, you know, it sits there and you can make it look like. And and actually, he just touched on a point. Now, if you can go into the game and walk up to the speed bag and sit there and punch at that thing or get on the little bicycle and do that. Why can't you pick up a pool stick and knock the balls around on the table? True story. Why can't you play pool? Or ping pong. That's, that's, sorry, that's a feature. Or sorry. throw a dart. <laughs> yes, I'm going to do that. Sorry. I mean, I think you could do blow darts. Really? Really? <clears throat> really? Or some, something to do. Or, or, or shoot your dartboard with your gun see what happens. Okay, so my next thing, just so I can move on from... The, that that was kind of ridiculous. I'm just gonna move on. Um, <laughs> the other thing was, crafting tables should not be part of your budget. Agree. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You know, part of making everything. Why is that part of my budget for my you know my build to make it all? That should be for all the little pretty stuff that I want to put there. All my pictures and lights and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I can see why the crafting tables. Yeah, yeah not necessities. Yeah. <laughs> I'd see why they did it like that, though, because it's technically in in your. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Why they did, it, but no, I agree. Yeah, you kind of glitched out there for a second, buddy. Well, folks, um, so my next couple items have actually been covered already because I was having a legit tutorial that covers the game's basics, like how to walk, how to talk, how to do this, how to do that, how to get into a build situation, how to open your pib boy, what you can do inside your pib boy. Like a full length, like say you've got to go through every little teeny tiny little thing and then you can go into the game like other games do, you know, an actual tutorial, like an actual tutorial. Anyway. All right. And then the other one was about fixing and then, yeah, well, whatever. And then all of the fix the bugs thing, like bugs, 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 bugs. The game is full of bugs. It's clunky. The interface is clunky, you know, (laughs) features. They're not bugs. They're features. What? They're features. They're not bugs. Right. This is not Skyrim. They're they're not bugs. They're features. This is not Skyrim. What is this? But that's straight from Todd Howard. They're not bugs. They're features. (laughs) Oh, okay. That's a. See, I didn't know that. Okay. (laughs) Todd, I'm sorry, man, but we don't buy it. (laughs) Actually, we did. (laughs) Drink that Kool Aid. Suckers. What's hilarious is I hear that phrase outside of the gaming world like all the time. People are like, that's not a bug, that's a feature. It's like, wow, it's amazing. I, I and I'm like, uh-uh. you know. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm going to jump into one last little thing here before we go tonight. I'm gonna talk a little bit about my experience of going to Good Springs, Nevada event. Woo! Yay! You're muted again. I wasn't actually time. talking sir you can see my mouth moving but it doesn't necessarily mean i'm speaking no he's watching the road he's not watching us he's yeah, not watching that's no, right that's no. what he's, he's not watching doing, huh? his d- digital device because he's a good driver very safety minded i'm not looking at my tablet making sure i'm still legal on the road <laughs> all right so anyway there i am unmuted for right now because that'll make my life easier so i'm going to talk a little bit about my experience at the event 
first thing is, is I got to meet somebody that I didn't even know was like popular or famous or anything. And that was TK Mantis. TK Mantis is a YouTuber who's got like uh, 150, 200,000 subscribers, followers or whatnot. And he does uh, short little videos and stuff about the uh, fallout. And uh, actually he's got a few of them on Skyrim and other things, but mainly he does like the new, uh, new Vegas type of feel. And uh, he, he showed up to the event. He'd spent a lot of time and energy uh, actually promoting the event on his end because of his efforts. And I have to say because of his efforts, because while I was there, that man was signing autographs for people, handing out stickers. And he was he was a celebrity that day for sure. He probably on his own helped bring in a good 500 people to the event. And that is saying something considering we're talking about a little hotel town like not a whole lot going on there the general store and the saloon is probably the coolest thing about the whole town and well that's all we did we spent our time there at the saloon and at the general store but it was a great experience there's live music there was great food they had they had brahmin steaks they had iguana sticks iguanas on a stick you know i mean everything was kind of fallout oriented so even the menu you know and it was great because i mean now mind you it's just like going to eat anywhere else you're gonna pay a little chunk of change you know about 38 bucks for about four people to chomp down on some food but at the same time you think about it it's not really that much money especially when you're having that much fun and you had live music they had great beer you know it it was just a really good experience in that regard there's a little hill people climbed up to the top of the hill and they would look down and they would take pictures of the town, things like that. Obviously we were making sure everybody had plenty of water, you know, and there was plenty of parking. That was one thing I was surprised at is that we had no problem finding a good parking space. There was a big old tall dude. It was like seven foot tall in his power armor, a full suit of powder power armor there was people dressed up as the checkered jacket dude. I can't remember his name at the moment. Danny. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, the guy that shot, shot you in the, <laughs> shot you in the head at the beginning of the game, you know? So, Gecko. and then there was um, lots of people in Ranger armor. Like that was the popular outfit for the day. Matter of fact, TKS was wearing, uh, Mantis was wearing his Ranger armor at the time. I was wearing, my uh, Fallout Lorecast shirt, like I am right now, you know, I wore that there. And there was a couple of people dressed up in things like the little Fallout head. You know, they'd have a little blow-up head put on top. And they'd be, it was great. There was tons of costumes. They had a costume contest. It was such a huge, great event that they're going to do it again. And I've heard rumor that there may be something going on this October. I could be wrong, but I would keep your ears to the ground. And as soon as I know, you'll know, because I will make sure everybody knows about it. I'll be making sure to advertise all this stuff because I plan on having a booth and I want to broadcast the next event that goes on there. As a matter of fact, I'm in talks with TK Mantis. I'll probably be interviewing him soon. And I will also be interviewing the owner of the Pioneer Saloon. If you guys would like to check out, out yourselves, you can go to www.pioneersaloon.info and they have their own website there. There's also another one that's a .com. I believe it's the same thing. Let's see. Uh, it's pioneersaloonnv.com, which also shows you a lot more about that Pioneer Saloon situation. And uh, you can look up the events there. They have their, let's see, they generally close it at nine. Hmm. 
But uh, during the events, they're actually open until about midnight. It was nine o'clock to midnight is how long they were going that night. So uh, I would check it out for sure. And I would definitely check out the website. Maybe that way you can keep in contact with it. And I would recommend everybody that can come to this event, come to this event. Let's make this thing as huge as possible because the bigger this is, the more the Fallout universe keeps growing and expanding. All right. Anybody got any questions or anything? That looked really fun. I saw some really good pictures on Twitter and and on Facebook from that event. It looked really cool. Was it hot? Oh, yes, it was hot. Um, That was one recommendation. It's just the dry heat. (laughs) It's the desert, dude. <laughs> Can't imagine being in that power armor in that heat, but still, oh, that guy, I saw man. some good costumes. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm talking like the, the the amount of stuff that goes into that guy's armor and whatnot. He was when I first got there, he had all the armor off. It was sitting on the ground. My kid put his helmet on. You know, fortunately, it was before he had worn it. You know, <laughs> oh, because <laughs> it would probably have smelled quite vile. But um, yeah, my daughter's actually in some of TK's videos. I'm a, I'm actually in. I'm like, say hey, thank you, TK, for getting my bald spot in one of your videos, buddy. That was great. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. So um, we show up in a couple of the videos that he's done, uh, showing what was going on there. My daughter's in one of them, running by, and you can see him. He's all over the place, just you know, shaking hands and kissing babies. Man, that dude is definitely politicking his way in there. He was doing a real good job about making sure that all his people were taken care of because he had a large showing. There was a lot of actually other people that uh, apparently are pretty big in the YouTube world and things like that. I don't know all of them. There was a web. Some I wish I had more of that. I didn't think about doing that for them. Unfortunately, sorry, guys. <laughs> you know, um, I was shooting from the hip especially considering these guys just said, hey, why don't you talk about the, what your experience was? Da, da, da. Uh, what was that, Mr. Robato? Domo arigato? Domo, domo? Thank you, thank you. Domo, domo. Uh, are you going to tell him that you met And there he goes again. You met somebody. Who'd you meet? Well, I met TKS Mantis. And Who else I... did you meet? <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I, I met all I got was, are you going to tell them that you met something? Todd Howard? He was there? <laughs> no, but there was a representative from Obsidian there. That's right. Oh, really? Yes. Well, it, it was a, a young lady who was taking pictures. I believe her name was Cindy, if I remember right. I actually have her added somewhere around here. Uh, yeah, I'm doing real good now. But yeah, I actually took some pictures of her myself and I posted those on Facebook and uh, Twitter and stuff like that. As a matter of fact, yeah, if you go to Jaxis1975 on Twitter, um, you can see pictures that I have posted there. I also got them on the C, uh, C Creators Guide. Uh, it's also there as well. But I posted all kinds of pictures of me and my kids are holding gun, the little like fallout gun. Actually, I shouldn't say little. They were massive, huge fallout guns that are made of foam and stuff like that. It was really cool. It was a great time. I mean, the, like I said, the food was good. The people were very nice, very welcoming. The individuals, the owner of the bar, could not have been more gracious. And damn, does he have some cool ass shoes? He had these white like platformish. I don't even know how to describe them like penny loafer type shoes with these spikes on them. And it was all super shiny, man. He was decked out, boy. That dude was shiny as hell. 
He had a nice sparkly shirt. He was good to go. I was like, oh, man, you're definitely going to stand out in a crowd. And if anybody pisses you off, they're going to have a rough day. Because them shoes look like they could do some damage. You guys got anything else? Any more questions? Nope. All right, folks. I think that's going to kind of do it for us today. Thank you for listening to us and following us on our different social medias and all that. I think that's going to say goodnight. I'm saying goodnight. Um, I'm Jaxus. I was your host today. Uh, Maverick, he's trying not to drive into a ditch. Sassy and Romer, thank you guys for being here. Everybody, say goodnight. Goodnight. Bye. Bye. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Hello, Vault Dwellers. Join me, Jackson, Sassy Lady Romer, Eric, and the creator, Maverick, as we take topics from the Fallout universe and discuss them with other diverse individuals. We can be found wherever you listen to your podcast. You can follow us on YouTube. You can also find us on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it using at FalloutRTD. You can send us an email using FalloutRTD at gmail.com. Join us. The conversation has already started.